It's July 29th. <laughs> it is. If you try to deny it, I'll fuck you up. It's the same day. <laughs> Live from the notorious San Fernando Valley, this is LAAF. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? With Shoni Francis. He's not technically a puppet. He's a dummy. No, he's a complicated guy. And... Jimmy McCammon. He masturbated at me. Everybody hates Jimmy! Jimmy's a bad person! I was curious to see how a bunch of empty-headed nitwits conducted themselves. If you like high adventure, come with me. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. He is killing the internet right now. Much like this show, Jimmy doesn't put a lot of effort into it. I've been wanting to say that all night, but I didn't have the nerve. This is LAAF. I thought it was supposed to be July Give us money 30. on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash LAAF. Oh, Thanks, Mom. I'm your humble engineer, Jimmy. 29. This is your host. Oh. Today. Tony Francis. Hey. I'm back. Got, got. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. stop saying that. I'm oh. Back, I'm like back. Say you're back. It's right. great. I'm okay. back. It lends to the whole mystique. Yes, man. guys. I'm back. For uh, another day. I'm back for another day. <laughs> Drove home, slept, slept, came back oh, here. Man, I slept so good, but now I'm in my phone trying to, I'm going to queue up a text. He's literally inside of his phone like Tron the video game. Yeah, I would I would live, I would, I would survive in my phone. There's a lot of good shit in my phone. It, it just, you know, it's, it's fun in my phone. I feel like my, my phone would be fun. Like, uh, what's the movie? Uh, I think Wreck-It Ralph uh, went into the phone. Oh, I never saw it. Okay. Well, you're not a movie fan, and you don't love good movies. I happen to be a filmmaker. Yeah, but... Just, and you haven't seen... films that are three minutes long about farts. Long time to go just on farts. Thanks, everybody, for coming, by the way. Someone said that our podcasts delighted them. Or delighted their day, or made their day sparkle, or allegations. Jeff on Facebook said our our podcast made his day sparkle, or some shit like that. Thanks, Jeff. We hope to make your day sparkle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought you had some some uh, sparkle music. I want to hear some like this part right here. Main Street Electrical Parade. Isn't it the same? It's a synth, but. The same fucking sound. Wow. Wow. It's deep, isn't it? Yeah, that you know the Main Street Parade. How many times have you seen? Wow, you know what? Probably more than average. Because we lived, when I was a kid, we lived only a few blocks from Disneyland. And my dad worked at a company that was neighbors of Disneyland. And the whole company got seasonal passes for all their families for free every year. So, like, so, like, I just walked around Disneyland as a kid and whenever I wanted, basically. It was, uh, it was a weird, weird childhood. But then my parents were, at, you know, were in a weird kind of a Christian culty sort of situation. So there was that aspect of it, too, of having access to Disneyland but not being able to really enjoy it because of religious rules. You, you masturbated really? at her? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. But it's like, I mean, what would you do? You would take a girl there, right? There was no taking girls anywhere in this this strange religion my parents joined. They weren't in it forever, you know. They eventually, but 
talked about it on the podcast before, the Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, they knock on your door and they go, hey, we got Bible news for you. You know, those guys, have you ever seen them? Yeah, Jehovah, yeah, we would uh, hide from them. sort of a them. cult. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? We would see them coming, they would knock on our door and then we would all drop down and get on the floor. And the, the Jehovah's Witnesses, they knew everybody because they always came by. Oh, yeah. They also lived in the neighborhood as well. And they were just like, they daily do. You're like, I, we see you in there. We see you ducking. We saw you... We, we saw the shadows of you walking by that you hit the ground. You can get up. You're ruining your good Sunday blouse, neighbor. <clears throat> and somehow they talk themselves into the idea that that's not like what everyone does. It totally is. Everyone just hides from you guys. You got to yeah. understand that. Yeah, everybody. But like, why? More Jehovah's Witnesses need to listen to my podcast. Why are Jehovah's Witnesses so strict, though? That's the thing. I, I I used to date a girl who was Jehovah's Witness. Oh, yeah. Who, like, her Fuck. family, like, shunned her or, like, disowned. Like, she was disowned from this the church. Disfellowshipped. Disfellowshipped from, like, the church. And that she, happened to my sister. Yeah. She was, like, go, she was battling with, like, that whole shit. Like, it got to a point where, like, her, her, her sister married, like, a white boy who his family was more Jehovah's Witness. And they, like, made her, like, cut her sister off yeah her they make you stop talking to the person yeah and I'm like eating which is totally professional yeah and like it, it hurts it, it like at the time it is like you know like i was hearing about that like it was it was like it was like hurting her even more but i mean i, I guess they're doing you know great now i don't know i haven't talked to the person in like yeah, it really sort of ruined time. my mom and sister's relationship you know it's like according to the stupid religious rules you have to be pretty much kicked out of the house and no one can talk to you it's like she eventually left because no one would talk to her in her own house you know and yeah. it's like i didn't follow that rule because i was her brother and i didn't really believe in the shit so i was kind of like you know i'd just talk to her or whatever but yeah. it's like you're really not supposed to and it's like that's your rule i just some of their stuff plus they're homophobes so i'm not down with them my buddy who we were little kids together <clears throat> He turned out being gay. We were just little kids together, so he didn't know at that point. But he turned out to be gay, and he was really into the religion and wanted to be in it forever. But then they kicked him out. Wow. So there every you go. Every celebrity is a thief. No, nope. wow. that's gay. Yes, every celebrity oh. is gay. I do. You like blood and thunder. This was like perfect timing. And now it's time for famous Come with me. On LA. Live from the LAAF wow. Podcast Studios. This wow. is breaking news. Breaking news. This thing just went nuts and played every cue that we have. That was great. Wow. <laughs> On a perfect, what a perfect way to end that, end that uh, talk. I, I had something to say, but I'm going to go ahead and nope. Doesn't matter. Nuts. Well, we were talking, we opened up about some relationship shit. Oh, yeah. Didn't we? Yeah, because I am. Feel like I don't. I've been in a relationship for like eight years. Yeah, we've lived together for most of that time, and I'm not in a relationship, and and I'm not trying to be in a relationship in anything that's like where I have to be uh, responsible for somebody's feelings. I'm running from it right now because I just want to like be responsible for like my own feelings and my own expectations and like you know like really like self-care is knowing that your ass don't need to be in no relationship right now no matter and you cannot be afraid of like losing somebody of what they were saying like don't put no pressures on like anybody who doesn't want to be in a relationship of just like making it feel like a relationship like 
Are you trying to tell me something? It's just like, I don't want to be in a relationship. And I don't want nothing to feel like being in a relationship. But And I'm, you can't, like, you can't lie. You can't you know, lie, You can't yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. Or, yeah, I want to do this. Or, yeah, I'm capable of it. If you know otherwise, you know, it, there's no reward for it. And you're signing yourself up for fucking world of hurt if you do that. Yeah. Like, the only reason I, I was player player when I basically got together with Grace, but I was also done with it. I was right. like... Uh, you was coming out the end. Yeah, I was like, hey, if I meet the right one at this point, I'm down with it, yeah. you know? And it happens, I'm into just pursuing it, but... But, like, being a player means that you... Multiple girls started that they were with you. That's being a player. Well, I mean... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, multiple that was girl, happening. Yeah, you just but like they did not know about one another. They didn't know about one another. Right? No, they did. Oh, they did. Well, they knew that I wasn't like only seeing one person. Okay, so you were. And it was a small town, so they kind of put three and three together. Yeah, so so maybe you wasn't a player. Maybe you. What's was, a player then? A player is as some, usual. I got just the words of yeah, shit wrong. Okay. Yes, as usual. Uh, a player is somebody who has. Uh, uh, who dates or who who has two women and both of them think that they are his main number one girlfriend oh. and they don't know about each other oh. and he makes time for both of them and he does the same thing with them still treats them nice still treats them respectable but he has them thinking that like we but he doesn't give them full disclosure right he doesn't give like full disclosure of, right. of what's going on I never that, did that yeah that's that's a player what was I uh, you were, I think you was in like, uh, every, uh, I think you was like in an open relationship. You just didn't know, like y'all, you were in a, in, I mean, uh, like you were with both women. They both knew about each other, but y'all just stayed y'all separate parts. Not of, committed. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. So you was in like two non-committal relationships, but y'all, but non-committal, but committed to like each other. But not committal to like the bigger picture, just committal for right now. Right. And whoever, yeah, flows and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Without any rules or expectations. Yeah. Yeah. It has a certain appeal. Yeah. And like, so now, now I'm feeling all like antsy and shit, the weed kicking in. It's just like, now I don't want to uh -oh. do nothing. It's just like, now I feel like, I don't want to feel, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to feel anything remotely that like, I don't want to feel anything remotely that feels like expectations for anybody. Like, yeah. come, uh, come, like, can you? Is it avoidable? I mean, if you're very, very clear, do you think two adults can avoid it? Or do you think? I can, I mean, I can't avoid it. I can just say, hey, I'm, I'm not responsible for picking you up. But the expectations themselves, like, they're going to happen, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're gonna have. It's really hard. You can really only like. What if two dudes are having a relationship with each other? Could they keep it? Could they keep it like? Nah, one expectationless. One of them would start to have something, huh? Yeah, I guess it's just like it's still like it's like it's still like expectations that like you gonna do here, but. If yeah. it was like two dudes, be like, yeah, hey, yeah, bro, I don't care. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like, easier to play it cooler for longer. Yeah. Yeah. So now, <laughs> now I'm just like in like my stomach of like, uh, I guess it's anxiety. Yes, yeah, anxiety. So I guess I'm about to 
in it's now it, someone's happiness is your responsibility yeah yeah it's that just, that sucks yeah it's just like that's, I have that to relationship do. is sacred it's like comic in front of an audience has that relationship or parent to child has that relationship you know some someone's you know, you owe a debt of happiness to someone. Yeah. It's not something you should corner another person with. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it was meant to be casual. Yeah. But like, I've had that talk a million times and gone like, hey, this is meant to be casual. And it's just like, man, it's it's impossible to keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Now I'm responsible for like somebody relying on me. Don't rely on me. Don't. Don't rely on me right now. Not not right now. It's okay. It's okay because I'm not I'm not disrespecting nobody. I'm not as long as I always feel like as long as you're not disrespecting nobody, you're not disrespecting yourself, hurting nobody, or hurting nobody else. Like and you don't and you're not being a player. You're just like I'm. You can choose to go freely and go as you please. I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna keep doing me. So many people in LA have this like creative life too. I feel like more people are prone to being permanently single for some reason those two things seem to go like hand in hand permanently single Ooh. but are you permanently single even when you oh yeah okay it just it just came to me <laughs> had any epiphany like focusing on your career or even just focusing on art you know or Let's hope he doesn't catch up with you. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. They're from LA. Yeah, oh, but they got that screw in there. That screw in the beginning. Shout out to DJ Screw. Houston legend. He started this sound. DJ You know what else is not professional? Hey, there's something from my people, the Irish potato famine in 1848. Don't laugh. The Irish potato famine? (laughs) Irish people love to use that. We went through something. We, what did y'all go through, Irfield? The Irish potato oh, famine. And then we tried to come here. Hey, we tried to come over to America, you see. Wow, you just got... we got shit on over here, okay? Mm. We were practically almost in just very bad shape financially. <clears throat> you know what, Jimmy? And paid very poor wages. You know what, Jimmy? That's low-hanging fruit for me. <laughs> it's low-hanging fruit. I'm not even going to take that. You set me up because you know. It was in today's. It did. It's July 29th, in case you didn't notice yet. Okay, it was in today's history. I'm just reading off. I'm just reading these things. I just bring the news to the yeah, people. Yeah, uh, give me some more <laughs> history. Um, you know, I like to go to history.com for my history. Oh, uh, it's a trusted source. Oh, here's some NASA history. Oh, I love NASA. Yeah, I bet. I love NASA. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. Because you know why? Where's NASA? Houston, Texas. That's right. That's right. That's where they. Well, Clear Lake, Texas. That's where 
Mission Control is? Mission Control. Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. You're right. They take off in Florida. What's uh? So 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 like, what's Houston like? Is it as big as LA? Smaller type city? Fourth largest city. What fourth largest city in the United States? Yeah, and it's really diverse for. Like, like we did had, you live very, very rurally, or did you live out on? I lived in the city. You I lived in the mm-hmm. city. I lived in the inner apartment city. Apartment living, house living, house living. Like, you know, Texas, everybody can get houses. How far is Texas. this from Austin? Uh, two hours. Couple hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours from Austin. Four hours from Dallas. Okay. Uh, two, two. I think like two and a half from like San Antonio. So you were go. saying ethnically, like. What's the makeup? Uh, Texas is pretty white. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, Texas is still white because it's big. You know what I'm saying? It's still country. But it's country also white. south. I mean, it's yeah. southern. You know? Yeah, I grew up in the inner city, so it was it was mostly like like black people in the inner city. My, my my neighborhood is like Friday, but with more, but with a front yard, but with like a bigger front yard. You know? But it but that's what my neighborhood is like. Like my neighborhood is the house is the neighborhood in 2005 that hurricane. That Oprah put the Hurricane Katrina houses in. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's like in the, but it, that's like in the back part of my neighborhood. So, yeah. So Houston is like, but it's spread out. It's very spread out. A lot of like big Indian culture, big like big like Asian culture. Oh, like, what tribe? I'm one sixteenth Indian. N- not not Native American. Oh, yeah, uh, the continent. Indians might be my favorite people. India in the continent Indians. Mm-hmm. Continent and yeah, so so it's a big population of like like out wow. there yeah like it's unexpected Koreans like okay. big like we have like our own like Korean it's really it's so much land you know it's so much land where like it's where Atlanta is all black people yeah <laughs> Atlanta is like Wakanda is like Houston is like the melting pot bigger but bring the ethnic but bring the ethnic makeup of like a Chicago and put it in. Houston. That's what Houston is. That, Latinos? That? Big, big, like the Mexican culture. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Border like, town. Yeah, like. Not a border town, but a border state. Yeah. Yeah. Like our neighbors are like, we're cool with like, you know, like like Mexicans. Like they are homies. Like, and it's not that like, like out here, like Mexicans are like Mexican first. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in Houston, Mexicans are like, nah, man, we from Texas. Yeah. Like, like my, my mom's neighbor is Marco. And like every time I go back home and see my mom, I was gonna say what's up to Marco. I'd be like, "Hey, how's things going?" Checking in on him. He's just like, "I was like, man, thank you so much for looking after my mom." He's like, "He's like, nah, man, you know, what I'm saying, Miss Francis, I'm saying that's my mama." He's like, yeah. "Like anything happened to her?" He's like, "They're gonna have to go through me." Like, uh, I ain't yeah. never gonna let nothing happen to her. I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like essay. It's a great community to live in. Yeah, you like, know, people yeah. are generally honorable. I found. Yeah, you know, but like, like out here, it's like you know they like Mexicans. Like they like my familia out here. You know what I'm saying? It's like they don't f- like like you know they <laughs> SA still fuck with niggas out here. But you got to be the right type of nigga that like SA fuck with. Like yeah, SA- that shit seems to have been pretty long over. I mean, you know, like. Like uh, generally, like older, especially I think older Latino dudes have this like this chip on their shoulder about black people a little bit. But yeah. generally, people, black people and Mexican people, have been living in this city long enough that they've stopped noticing each other. Right. But like when right. I was a young kid, there was like conflicts between those two groups. Yeah. Like real ones. Yeah. There was never no like. I mean, a couple of like it, it was like a spillover of like the LA shit. 
and like Houston of like the blacks against like you know what I'm saying Mexicans. But then people realized that that shit was like stupid. Like we're all. We, we we stay next door to each other. Like, we go into the same school. Yeah, that's they, one they, thing I've never gotten is, like, yeah. people from the same basic financial class, like, like having any of those thoughts whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, I was just, I from a very young age, I was just like, well, look, if our dads make the same money, we're fucking the same, pal. Like, yeah. I didn't understand any, I don't know, maybe it's the, maybe it's being raised in a capitalist system that makes you think that way in the first place, but like. Yeah, but once you find it's out. logical. Yeah, but once like, you know what I'm saying, when you have like artists, like Mexican artists that like come out of like South Park, like all these like black, only black communities and like, you know what I'm saying, like Mexicans like come out of there, would be like, yo, no, we fuck with them. Like we all fuck together. Like yeah. music is something that brought like Houston and like you know like, black folks and Mexicans together like really that's what I it's the, it's the sound of Houston so now we're just like we neighbors like nah man we ain't about that bullshit what's about the that music money. scene like like Houston music like screw music like the slow down like swinging and banging like jam and screw but you know that's that's where it came from but now it's like our sound is is, is Travis Scott Megan The Stallion Toby, you know, like like those type of artists, which was derived from like Little Kiki's, Little Flip, you know, like all these like yeah, uh, Mike Jones, who Mike Jones, you know, <laughs> Paul Wall, Chameleonaire, you know. So now it's like Travis Scott is like one of the Houston sounds, but but everybody's still influenced by that screw music, right? That you'll hear that slow down, chopped and screws. That's that's Houston, that's, right? That's that's our sound. I didn't know that, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It started by I said it earlier. You're DJ listening Screw. to LAAF and Michael Five Thousand Watts. So you don't think you're gonna get uh, tied down anytime soon? No. You think you're gonna no hook in this fish? No. no <laughs> like I'm chasing. I'm chasing this money. Yeah. I'm chasing this money, like, like. And I, you can't do both, right? You can't do both because. When you're chasing the honey, because that chase might take your time away from one thing. When you're chasing the honey, you losing the money. Oh. When you're chasing the money, Wait, let me get a pen. I gotta write this yeah, down. Go ahead, go ahead. Chasing go ahead. the money. Wait. When you're chasing the money. Oh, sorry. When you're chasing the honey, honey. you losing the money. <sighs> but when you chase the money, you can't lose the honey. Because the honey gonna come after the money. Yeah. Yeah. You're right? Man, any of my buddies who ever had a problem with like, hey, I don't, you know, it's because the way I look, chicks don't like me. I'm like, look, pal, I get it. You know, you're, and you know, and they're telling me because they're like, you look, you Mr. Six Foot Tall Square Jaw, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Chicks don't like me because the way I look. I'm like, just get, just get money. Mm-hmm. Just get money. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you are, maybe you don't look good. Mm-hmm. But for us, that's 90%. It's 90% looks, you know? And, and, uh, uh, I don't know. I think men drastically overestimate the amount that that makes uh, a difference to, to women. A what? Money? Looks. Oh, looks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you're confident and you're put together and you have something in the bank, like that's becoming very attractive to your modern woman. Whereas she might not give a shit how you Be- look. Because because she's or say- less of one. Anyhow. Because she's saying she's saying she's just like oh my god like he can take care of himself so well 
that like I would like to be a part of it because I am so good. It, it's it's like it's like everybody here it is. I'm gonna give all the versions of like you know like how I feel like what what women like feel because I talk to a lot of women like I am in conversations with a lot of women that don't give I what whatever the fuck y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Just feel me on this shit. Hell yeah. So, so just like I go, feel go. like I feel like a woman cannot can would not women don't don't build with men men build with women you know it's it's rarely that you find a woman who's just like you know what i can take care of this man well women you know through like the history and how the shit has been you right. know just like there have not been women who take care of men like men take care of women in terms of feeding, in, ter- in, in terms <clears throat> feeding, of like clothing, shelter, money, financial, yeah, taking care of you, open, right. op- helping you open up your business, helping you, you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying you never really hear about like most human cultures. The men takes that role. The men takes that role, and it's had a toll on us. It's programmed the way we both think. I think right, and the way we both think. So now, in my brain, I am sitting here saying, just like I have to reach a level of success to get a certain type of woman that I am attracted to because a certain type of woman that i am attracted to deserves this type of stuff this type of love this type of like thing that comes with like her beauty and like her and me courting her and like being like i am a man and i can take care of you and this says that like i am a man because a man that's able to take care of himself is like uh somebody who is like an active member of society he's not a useless man yeah so we've been programmed to be like that but like i'm not planning my wedding day Right. I'm, not, I'm not conditioned to plan my wedding day like like you know how many women follow a lot of like baby accounts wedding accounts like relationship accounts on instagram i don't oh, follow those if you want to be horrified just uh sign into my sweetheart's amazon <laughs> if you want to be fucking horrified okay just wedding stuff and wedding movies and at least it's not baby stuff right i just but this is the life i choose I want all of the American people to understand that it is understandable that the American people cannot possibly understand. Right. It's not it's not it's not programmed because we haven't been learning about like you should get married like it's not instilled in us yet (laughs) do you hear me chewing not really it's kind of nice it's a feature that's mostly why I put mostly why I put the music on is so that I can like drink coffee and smoke and eat nuts you know it's a little cover for all of the things that I enjoy supposed to say pause <laughs> when i'm consuming legumes in here okay you call them by their names they're legumes they're peanuts almonds cashews walnuts so you say so when i'm eating peanuts almonds cashews walnuts what happened is I got uh, I got stuck on the um, pistachios, but not the shelled pistachios, the kind you have to shell. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't know about you, but like 
for me, there's a something that goes off in my cerebral back cortex of like Neanderthal brain when I shell that cashew and I dig the meat out. That it's sort of like rewarding my center of hunting or something like that, you know, or of gathering or some shit. But it like, like, and, and then I get into a race with myself because I'm like, okay, well, I'm expending a certain amount of calories every time I open one of these, you know? Maybe yeah. it's two. I don't know. How many is in one? Maybe it's four. So to really get uh, the right benefit out of this protein-wise, I got to keep go, shelling, go, yeah. and I got to shell, go, and I got to shell. Go, and it's something mm, in mm. that, you know, the same thing that once you make, you want to suck the marrow out of the bone. Ooh. It's dirty to me. Pause. Yeah! <laughs> Now you never have to say positive. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, I have a strong one of those. Like when I hear when I hear the smell of uh, cooking meat, you know, if there's a steak being cooked or something, like there's something that fires off in my brain. Like I feel it. I'm like, oh, I want to stab something and then tear its heart out and then take a bite of that heart. Okay probably not right right that's probably useful for something though you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. is it useful to society should we still have guns should we still hunt fuck no we shouldn't have guns is, is all masculinity toxic masculinity no all masculinity is not toxic <laughs> I wanna scream on this fucking mic y'all don't know yo yo say yo all masculinity is not toxic masculinity. Thank you. So we need masculinity. I like mine. Who the fuck is gonna knock niggas out for y'all? Ladies. Ladies. Small guys. Where is Rhonda Rousey when we need her? She ain't knocking no police out. We need her big face head ass out on the front lines. That's what I'm saying. It's just like we got him. You know what I'm saying? But some masculinity we need. Masculinity we need matters. Women have masculinity and men have masculinity. We need it all. Stop trying to kill masculinity. Female masculinity. Female masculinity rules. All week. FMR. He's an angry little gnome. Fucking A! That's good stuff. You are listening to this. You are the resistance. Sexy announcer lady here. Thanks for listening, honey. Don't forget to review us on iTunes and join our growing squad by subscribing for as little as five bucks a month at patreon.com slash L-A-A-F. I'll invite myself. Oh, she calls you honey. That's it. She calls you honey. That was a subliminal. She's calling everybody. Nah, she was talking to you. She She was like, hey, sexy lady here. Thank you for listening, honey, as she's staring I at know. you. 